Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Daddy Donuts. I'm on my way into the club with the latest batch of entries into our current competition on the topic of outdoor fun. We've received so many wonderful poetry and art entries, and I thought that Queenie would like to hear a few of the poems. So I got up early this morning, read through them all, and picked out a few to play for her. I'm sure that she'll love hearing them. Well, I just arrived at the club. Oh, this is unusual. There's a sign on the door that says, Restricted Area, Science Experiments in Progress. I'm sure this has something to do with Queenie. Let's head inside and see what's going on. Ah, it looks like I can't even get into the club as the door is locked. I can hear voices inside though, and so I'll knock and see if I can get their attention. Hello? Can you hear me in there? Uh, did you hear about Shasta? It sounded like the door. Hello out there? Hello in there. Can I come in? Uh, actually, did you see the sign on the door? I did, and I'm wondering what's going on in there. Oh, we're doing science experiments. Uh, are you sure you saw the sign? Because it definitely says that we're doing science experiments. Well, can I still come in? It's Little Dazzy Donuts. Oh my gosh, well why didn't you say so, Little Dazzy Donuts? Of course you could come in. Hang on a bow. I'll get you a white lab coat and a hairnet, and then I'll open the door. You'll get my what? There you go, little Dowsy Donuts. Welcome to the club. And here's your white lab coat and your hairnet. I thought you'd said that, but I figured that I must have misheard. Okay, I'll put these on for you now. There you go. Wow. That hair not really doesn't do much for you, little Dazzy Donuts. We've learned that some people look really good at a hairnet, and some people simply don't. And I'm afraid to report that you're very much in the second group. Don't worry, though, because you're definitely rocking the white lab coat. Thank you. So why are we both wearing these? It's because we're doing science experiments. We know that scientists often wear white lab coats, and so we looked into why. Well, it turns out that it's because the white coats protect the normal clothes underneath, and so stop those clothes getting stained. And also because the white lab coats are made from a material that can be washed at a super high temperature to get them back to clean again. You know what? I think I look quite professional in mine, especially with my pens inside of the top pocket. I could definitely pass for a scientist if I needed to. You definitely could, although I can't think of any situation where someone would need to pass for a scientist. But if you ever did come across such a situation, then you now know that you're ready for it. So what's Shasta wearing? Well, as you can see, we had some trouble finding a white coat that would fit a sheep as wonderful as Shasta. And the hairnet was a problem, too. Well, in the end, we decided that Shasta's wool counted as hair, 
And if I have to wear my hairnet for my head, then Shasta had to wear one for her entire body. Unfortunately, nobody seems to make a whole body hairnet, and so we improvised. I can see that. What exactly is it that she's wearing? It's a large mesh laundry bag with four holes cut out for the legs, and she and I both feel like she looks amazing. We weren't really sure what a sheep scientist would look like, but surely they'd look just like this. You know, Queenie, there are days when I turn up here and I'm amazed at what you all get up to, and today is one of those days. I never really know what to expect. When I woke up this morning, I'd never have guessed that my day would include seeing Shasta inside of a laundry bag. We like keeping you on your toes, little Dazzy Donuts. Oh, that's the kettle. It just boiled for our cuppa. Would you like one? I'd love one. Yes, please. Do you have any poems we can listen to while we sip our tea? I do, Queenie. I have a few here from the current competition on outdoor fun. Here, I'll play one for you now. This first one is from Grace in the United States and is called Five Senses. Here, I'll play it to you now. Summer is free. It tastes like cold lemonade on a hot day. It sounds like your friend's voice is in a pool. It smells like the salty beach air on a hot day. It looks like a sunset on a boat with your family. It makes me feel like it's just the beginning with much more to do. A big thank you, Grace, for your poem. Summer is the perfect season for having fun outside. And I really like how your poem explores the different ways of experiencing being outside in summer, from tasting cold lemonade to smelling the salty beach air to enjoying a sunset. I'm definitely looking forward to summer even more thanks to your poem. Thank you so much for writing it and for sending it into the club. Okay, up next we have Alice from the United Kingdom with the poem Reading Under a Tree. Let's listen to Alice's poem now. Resting your spine against the bark of a tree With the leaves and the feel of being free And your imagination springing in your head and your book the delicate bugs hiding in a cranny or nook, with the blessed tree sheltering you overhead, with the soft comforting earth forming a bed, words transporting from your book to your brain, your tree sheltering you and your book through the rain, the book irresistible and each word compelling, each bark dripping smooth and your book is best-selling, the environment relaxing and the tree providing calm. The book corner flicking under your palm. Nature surrounding you and green leaves above. Serene feelings enclose you and the tree possesses love. Exciting emotions surround you on account of your novel. The sunshine beaming down with you not having to grovel. As you concentrate contently on your fiction volume. While your tree creates your feelings to bloom. A big thank you, Alice, for your lovely poem. I really like the sound of sitting under a tree and reading a book. In some ways, that paints a simple picture, but your poem captures the many things that are happening within that scene, from the impact of the words on the page through to the feelings of being that close to nature. 
there's something really special about relaxing and enjoying a good book outdoors. I'm so glad that you chose that as the topic for your poem and then sent it into the club. Okay then, Queenie, how are things going with your science experiment? Actually, come to think about it, what is your science experiment actually about? Oh, uh, well, as you know, Shasta Chicken and I now have a food truck. Well, we've painted it a beautiful light blue color, and Chicken is busy making sure that the engine runs perfectly so that we can take it to different places around the town. And so, as the term food truck suggests, while Chicken works on the truck, Shasta and I are in charge of figuring out the food. We're going to serve ice cream and milkshakes. And now we're experimenting on the milkshake to decide which ones to sell. <coughs> as Shasta was just saying, it's not as straightforward as we first thought. So how does someone make a milkshake? Ah, uh, well, that's the easy part. Our milkshakes will have all the same core ingredients. Milk, ice cream, and then some fruit or veg. We'll then blend them together and top them with whipped cream sprinkles and a cherry. They'll look amazing. They will, and it sounds quite straightforward. That's what we thought until we realized that there are lots of different types of milk. Look, we went to the store and bought two types of cow milk, full fat and low fat, and then we bought goat's milk, almond milk, oat milk, soy milk, and rice milk. Gosh, who knew there were so many different types of milk? And then we went to the ice cream section and found ice cream made from cow's milk, oat milk, soy milk, and coconut milk. So now we have seven types of milk and four types of ice cream. <coughs> exactly, Shasta. There are 28 different combinations of milk and ice cream. And that's before we even start adding in any different types of fruit and veggies. We tried figuring out how many possible combinations there were, and it just got so confusing that we stopped and decided that we'd make this cup of tea instead. And then you turned up, little Dazzy Donuts. Well, I wonder if there's a way of simplifying this. How about you make two types of shake? One that uses cow's milk ice cream and cow's milk, and the other one that's non-dairy, and so it combines oat milk with oat ice cream. Then all you have to do is to figure out which fruit and veggies to put in. Could that work? Oh my gosh, yes, that is perfect. Okay then, so what Shasta and I now need to do is make some different shakes with our fruit and veggies. Uh, while we do that, do you happen to have some more poems that we could listen to? I do, Queenie. How about I play this one here? It's from Lara in the United Kingdom, and it's called The Tree. Let's listen to Lara's poem now. I climbed that tree. Mummy disagrees. She thinks I may hurt my knee. I tell her, don't worry. Drink some green tea. Along comes a killer bee. Oh no, that's the end of me. A big thank you, Lara, for your fun poem. You've described a great scene, and I love the image of you climbing the tree and your mum worrying about you. Of course, I hope that bee didn't chase you. 
All of the bees I know are quite friendly. And so if a bee did visit you in that tree, it was most likely just to say hello and then to carry on with its bee business. Thank you so much for writing your poem and for reading it so nicely. Up next we have Aditya from India with the poem My Joyful Journey. I'll play it for you now. Lots of fun with Papa, Mama and sister in the car, laughing, playing and eating my favorite chocolate bar, cracking jokes and singing merrily, everyone enjoying very happily. Sharing experiences and sightseeing, appreciating beauties of nature and human beings, giggling, chattering, humming and peeping, then a little time for sleeping. Relishing tasty and yummy food brings everybody in a joyful mood. No phones, no screens. Exploring bonding together means. Reciting poems and rhymes on the way and shouting loudly hurray. Finally, reaching our destination, enjoying everything with lots of fascination. This will be a cherished memory forever, waiting to go on more adventures together. Thank you so much, Aditya, for sending in such a wonderful poem. I really like how you've captured the scene of a family heading off on a trip and enjoying spending time together. Of course, there's this period of being on the road and it feels like it takes forever to get to the destination. But when you finally arrive, you then have this chance to build new memories together. Your poem captures that so well. Thank you for writing it and for sending it into the club. Okay then, Queenie, how's it going with your milkshakes? It's going well. So well, in fact, that we were wondering if you'd be our first taste tester and help us choose which of these wonderful-looking milkshakes should go on the menu for our food truck. I'd love to help. Okay, great. Now, as you can see, we focus mainly on... Colors. We figured that was the best way of keeping things simple. In the hustle and bustle of food truck life, with lots of people ordering and us making lots of shakes, it's going to really help if we keep things simple. And what is simpler than colors? And so, in the spirit of that, which color would you like to try first? The red milkshake or the blue, green, purple, orange, pink, yellow, or black? Gosh, there are so many to choose from. And I must admit that some look a little more tasty than others. You know, I may steer clear of that black one for a while. It looks ominous. So how about I start with the red one? An excellent choice, little Dazzy Donuts. Okay, Shasta, can you spray out the cream and place a single yummy glass of cherry? <coughs> There you go, little Dazzy Donuts. Here's your red milkshake. Oh, that's not at all what I was expecting. I thought it'd be strawberry. That's great. Surprises are good things. It's not strawberry at all. It's beetroot. So is it yummy. I'm not sure that I'd use the word yummy. It's more of a shock than anything else. Excellent. 
Well, we're going to score each milkshake out of 10 for shock and for taste, and so I'll put you down as a 10 out of 10 for shock. Now, what would you rate it out of 10 for taste? So what's the lowest number on your scale? Well, a one. Okay, then. Well, I won't go for a one, as the cream and cherry were very yummy. And I'm sure I'd have gotten used to beetroot milkshake eventually. So I'll give it a four. Now, by any chance, do you have a shake that's less shocking? Less shocking? Uh, well, you certainly won't want to try the black one, then. Or the purple. Oh, and definitely not the green. Uh, Shasta? I think we may have overemphasized the shock factor and not done enough to maximize the yumminess. Okay, then, little Dowsy Donuts. Shasta and I need to get back to our science experiment and create some new shakes for you. While we do that, do you happen to have any poems that we could listen to? I do, Queenie. Up next, we have a poem that's been written by Hannah and Eldard, who are from the United States. Their poem is called The Big Splash. Let's listen to their poem now. The stroke of my hand ripples the water, pushing it out towards the huge water slide, staring back at me. Splash! Cool, smooth water covers me like a silk blanket. Once free from this watery mess, I see a figure that wasn't there before. My jaw falls to the bottom of the pool floor as my heart races like a cheetah. Could it be a friend at last? Splash! And she vanished, as if an invisibility cloak tied around her. Disappointed, I turn away. And there she was, arching her arms, fluttering her feet, graceful as a swan. Would you like to swim with me, she asked. Gratefully, I answered. Yes, thank you. Finally, a friend. Thank you so much, Hannah and Eldard, for your poem. You've really captured what it can be like to meet new people during the summer and hoping that one of them will become a new friend. It reminds me of vacations I took as a child and feeling all of those same things. And I really like how you end your poem with a happy thought, that you finally find that friend. Thank you so much for writing your poem and for sending it into the club. Okay then, Queenie, are you ready for some more taste testing? We are. You are going to so love what we've come up with. We've created three masterpieces for you to try. We're calling them the Carrot Cake Milkshake, the Strawberry Shortcake Milkshake, and the Very Merry Berry Milkshake. Don't they sound amazing? Actually, they really do, and I can't wait to taste them for you. Before I do, though, I should first thank everyone for joining us for this episode. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie, and Shasta. I also want to thank our poets today, Arditya, Alice, Eldard, Grace, Hannah, and Lara. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again on Monday when we'll have a normal episode on a new topic with brand new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Daddy Donuts saying, keep rhyming. <laughs> <laughs>